You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. All right. Um, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Mick, and you are listening to the Trip Radio Podcast. I am here with Chicago Mainstay, Surf Rock, and Power Pop Mainstay, The Safes, uh, here with Frank and... Frankie. Frankie and Patrick. Yep. And David. David. Yep. Cool. Thanks for joining me, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. You guys have a brand new album out, Tasty Waves. What uh, what made you guys decide that now was the time to release an album? Did you like tell me a little bit about your process? Um, well, we had this other album that we worked on for a long time over the years while we were touring and releasing other albums, and it was just like labor of love, and we were working really hard to get it finished. And it's a real special album with a lot of really good songs that mean a lot to us. And when we finished touring behind the last album we started sending it around to people and uh, nobody really wanted to hear it so Patrick's like we, we got to record these 10 songs of yours and one of them was just a piece of paper with words on it and I'm like this doesn't even have music he's like let me write some music to it so he wrote some music to it and then we had the tunes and I had already demoed the whole album um, and then what did we do like send send like videos and, ta- and tapes to the guys to learn how to play the song yeah pretty much We've been pretty busy doing, you know, writing songs, recording, releasing, um, making music video tour over and over and over and over again. Tasty Waves came up because no one was interested in the album we finished at the time. We were not as ambitious on pitching that album yeah. as we were most others because it's very different yeah. stylistically than anything the Safes did. So I everybody heard it and they go, well, this is good and everything, but, you know, make a rock and roll album. Oh, so there's a secret album. Yeah, there's a. It's not a secret. I mean, I've tried so hard for it not to be a secret, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, secret is a good word. Yeah, there's no. there's a secret album suppressed by the industry. A, a suppressed album. So who uh, do you mind? It'll be coming out. Soon. Okay. It'll come out next year. I when think. when can we Probably, expect it? Maybe sometimes. Mid- well, the only like thing May, there's one there's only June? one music video made. It will probably come out in the fall. I'm thinking next year. Oh, nice. But nice. then we're working on other stuff. It, Another our, album after that, yeah. We have other. We're working on. We're always working on simultaneous, like several different releases. Yeah. There, are, there's, there's a, there's always a bunch of work being done. Yeah, it looked like, uh, it looked like Tasty Waves de- um, was released independently here in the United States. Or who's, uh, who's your label? Hidden here? Volume. Hidden Volume, which okay. is the that's the hot the hot shot uh, indie garage rock label in America. That's the top one. It's the best of them all. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a they have some competition in that niche market, but they're the they're the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah Hidden Volume does like garage and rock and roll and power pop and things like that, and they do it really well. They do it from uh, all across the globe, so bands in Japan and Scotland, everywhere, Spain, wherever. Yeah, Scott, who owns the label, has when he started the label, we were touring and we played with one of his bands in Baltimore. And he was just starting, he had a, I think he had a few seven inches out, and we were trading records. And then we went back to Baltimore two more times that year. And he, by the end of the year, we had all of each other's records. And um, when we were done with Tasty Waves, we were, we were talking to a couple other labels. And then I'm like, you know, we should call Scott from Hidden Volume. 
and to get it, you know, like just see what he thinks and mm -hmm. send him the record. And we t got him on the phone and talked, and we worked out a great deal. And it, it got us to Japan, it got us to Spain. We went, we've toured the U.S. twice. It's it was a big success for us. Um, I also noticed that on your website you have a long list of bands that you've played with, and it seems like oh a, lo a lot of them, like <laughs> a lot of them, are bands that I would think of um, as being a good bill for you, like Detroit Cobras, Black Keys, um, Andrew Bird. I could definitely see you opening up for him, um, and a couple of what them. about him opening for us? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with that new album. Yeah, when yeah, we'll we'll see when the when the new album comes out <laughs> this fall. But yeah, two bands that really sort of jumped out at me. Um, the one is uh, the Figs, who I feel like are very obscure and don't get a, enough. Um, they're a great band. Yeah, they're they're a hardworking band. Too. Yeah. yeah. They don't get the cred that they deserve. And um, the other one is the Toasters. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. The Scott show. Wow. <laughs> that was my birthday. We can oh, make a birthday show? I played, yeah, that was, I think that was, might have been officially the very first time that the Safes played. Yeah, I think that was the first show, yeah. And it was on my birthday in 2003. January 18th. Yeah. My entire family came out to that. All kinds of old friends, ex-girlfriends, everything. It was great. Oh, wow. So that was that was just when you were sort that of was like That was our first gig. Yeah. Our first gig as we the lads, safe little was, kids. <laughs> was opening for the Toasters at Bottom Lounge when it was on Lakeview in Belmont. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there much ska influence in uh, in your music? No, or but you we guys... play rock and roll. Yeah. And... Sure, I like Scott. I mean, we like it, but Bob we can, we can fit the... on any bill. We can fit on a straight power pop bill, straight garage bill, or rock we and roll bill. We could play Scott or, or punk. Uh, release a, a record with a Dave Clark Five song on it. Yeah, there you so, go. They, so well, I mean, like Scott. Scott music is like rock and roll. I mean, to right, me, yeah. it's you know, it's it, you know, they have different outfits and it's a little bit faster. And you know, they say pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, and all that. But like. Skip up. <laughs> yeah, skiddy bop, you know, but that's kind of like bebop, but uh, yeah, sort of, sort of skidding in Bob, Bob Marley, Bob Marley said that ska or reggae music was just, you know, it all came from Fats Domino, and that's rock and roll. Yeah, no, it's the difference. It's three chords. Yeah. They're playing the passing notes. Just the rhythm, but yeah, it's rhythmically different. But I love ska. We don't play with horns, but yeah. Yeah, but I love ska music, yeah. like old ska music from the 60s and 70s from Jamaica. That stuff is the best. But does that get into our music? Not really. It we don't fit. We fit on that bill. Scapone was on that bill too. Yeah, right? Scapone and the Safes and and the Toasters. I wanted to play because Joe Jackson produced their first album. That's why I was really stoked about that because I love Joe Jackson, and some of his stuff is ska. Yeah, a lot of a lot of your early stuff had sort of a pop punk influence, and um, I feel I feel like you guys were like really in that good, like solid niche of like pop punk and garage that was you know just sort of cresting at in like 2003 2004 um how do you think rock and roll has changed over the last you know it hasn't changed close, at close all. to 20 years now it's it hasn't like a changed decade in, and a half. it hasn't changed in 50 years you know i mean there's videos of people playing savage rock and roll in 1960 like just punk rock mm -hmm. there's tapes of like people playing garage rock and hazel adkins making tapes in his shed so I don't think it's changed at all. I mean, it's uh, rock and roll is nothing special. It's just a primitive approach to rhythm and blues. It's an aggressive, primitive approach to rhythm and blues. And punk is just, you know, like better, you know, they, time moved on and amplification and 
studios and recording and stuff like that. I mean, punk musicians couldn't survive in the 1950s. I mean, the people that were making records and like like Link Ray, like Rumble, right? Right. I was like, about to say Link Ray. Link Ray, you know, he did like his music at least emerged at that point. I mean, yeah, he didn't I mean, get the recognition that he deserved. But it was recording, yeah. basically punk rock. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's you know, power chords. I mean, that's about it, right? I mean, how much has it changed since then? What's what's a band that you'd like to listen to now? What's a, what's a really good rock and roll band that you feel like is really keeping the fire lit? Um, the Hustle. Okay. They're a Chicago band. They're under the radar, man. They're they're good. They're a good band. They're a cooking band. Cool. How long have they been around? A couple of years. I really like Gorilla from Japan. They're a straight power pop band, but they just came out with something new a couple of weeks ago, and it's a four song EP. And Gorilla are really good at what they do. Oh yeah. If there's no shortage of good rock and roll bands. Just go to Hidden Volume Records. <laughs> I mean, they're all good. Cool. Well, it's. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that you're not sour on the state of rock and roll. <laughs> not uh, at all. Dude. There's so no. Much, there's no sort of shortage of like great rock and roll. So much of the conversation right now about around like contemporary music is that rock is dead. Guitar wow. music is dead. Nobody cares. Well, I mean, as far as as, as far as like popularity or record sales, it is a no money niche. It is not a big scene. It's not a big, you know, like. Axel, it's not like the Guns N' Roses days or mm-hmm. even the 90s mm-hmm. for alternative bands or whatever. It's not like all yeah, the, that's gone. Yeah. Like those, that was like a bubble that existed. That bubble is bursted and it's long since gone. People that play rock and roll don't play rock and roll because they want to get paid money or anything. They play rock and roll because they're crazy and they genuinely like like this outdated, unpopular, unfashionable no money style of music. I mean, you have to really mean it. You have to look like you have to have some something wrong with you if you're bothering <laughs> with this because it's not worth it. I mean, right. it's really you don't get anything back. You don't get. I mean, like, sure, you, we got to travel the world this year. Yeah, you make you know? friends. Yeah, I mean, that, hey, yeah, you got a right. you got a pretty sizable European vacation of <laughs> rock and roll this year. And one, hey, it and was Japan. not a vacation. It was it was work. Well, first of all, we, we got paid to do it. It was work. We're professional musicians. That was not a vacation. Yeah, right. I'm vacation. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding too. Do you have any like final remarks that you want to final like, leave I the? We were just starting. Leave this. Okay, favorite ska song. What's your favorite ska song? Uh, Pretty Boys by Joe Jackson. Oh, can I go third? Yeah, I don't know. I have to actually think about it. Maggie May by the Pie Tasters. Yeah, I don't got one. Uh, no? Take It Easy, Hopeton Lewis. There you go. Yeah. I was is that, that, is that Sky, Rocksteady? I mean... It's a Rocksteady and Sky is the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like rock and roll and rock and Any roll. Any of... Yeah. Oh, my my pick is uh, Knowledge by Operation Ivy. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm into well, hardcore and Scott metal Sox and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my pick. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, this has been The Saves. My name is Mick, and thank you for joining me and, uh, and The Saves for the Chirp podcast. Uh, check out The Saves' new album, Tasty Waves, out on uh, the fantastic Hidden Volumes Records, and keep an eye out for their new album, Untitled at the moment, but finished, as I hear, mm-hmm. uh, coming out in November of 2019. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank thanks, you.
You can find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.